0: Hi guys, I am currently podcasting from my car, driving safe, promise, but you know. Welcome back to Think Outside the Talks. My name is Sabrina and I hope you guys are super, super excited to hear this mini episode that I've got put together for you. Um, I kind of took all of the, the, the polls that I did and I went with the topics that were most asked about or um most favored towards, so we had um, life changes so far was a big one. That guy um that totally ranked out all the other ones. so I'll definitely be talking about life changes and stuff, you know, um, which is super. Important, at least, for just the catching up part of um, this entire coming back series that I think Rachel and I are trying to figure out and just catching everybody up on how we've been, what we've been doing. On the other hand, we'll be talking about um, a bunch of other stuff, too. Um, You guys voted in boy talk over a lot of other things. So, realistically, I come only to give you what you deserve. And you guys deserve boy talk. Especially since a lot of you are super into the Mr. Bad Bunny tea. So, (laughs) we'll definitely talk about that. Um, And last but not least, we'll definitely be talking about the auditions that I've been doing for for well for the shows that i've already auditioned for spoiler alert just because you know i don't want to get anyone's hopes up or anything obviously Um, including my own i did not make any of the second rounds for the auditions however i have plenty of opportunities to continue auditioning and to continue pushing myself towards auditions i'm super excited to get you guys in on all the tea, um, to get you guys caught up on everything that has to do with my life and what I've been up to, um, and the boy talk, of course. Obviously, boy talk is essential. It's necessary. Um, But, yeah, I really hope you guys enjoy the little mini episode that is coming your way. And thank you, thank you so much for listening and voting Um, on the polls and being a part of our journey because realistically it just it means the world to us that you even care about our opinions and about what goes on in our lives and I know some of it is super juicy and exciting and other stuff not so much because it's a lot more serious sometimes but either way having you guys on this journey with us is all that matters to to the both of us and and you know From me and Rachel both. (laughs) Thank you, we love you, um, and enjoy the episode. I am so excited to be talking about just a whole bunch of shit that you guys have missed. I've missed you guys. I've missed podcasting. Uh, I know that a lot has changed just for everyone out there in general. I know the few months that have passed have been very essential for a lot of people's growth, so very excited i'm super excited to kind of just dive into it um to start yeah rachel and i don't work together anymore obviously as you heard in the last episode uh but that's been a blessing in my life because it's pushed me to pursue my career with my psychology a lot stronger um i've had to make decisions for myself that include uh career choices that I didn't think were available for me because of my position in my degree. Uh, but I, I, do, I, did, I did find out that I have a whole bunch of opportunities actually available to me and I've decided to take that on. And when I did, it took me about four to five months to really solidify a job offer and get past the interview processes and whatnot. And I finally got the job that I've been dying to get, which is an RBT. um, That's a registered behavioral technician. I get to work with autistic kids. I get to work with um, uh, children, children of all ages, honestly, but mainly younger, um, who are on the spectrum, who have behavioral issues, who have um, kind of just like a, a whole bunch of special needs, and I am really, really excited to get that started because that's been a, a dream of mine since forever. I've always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to pursue that career um, to kind of just to get the, the juices flowing and, and to get my career flowing in general. And I finally am in a position where I have the opportunity to actually work with children, in that field and children has always like the the children aspect of it all has always been my go-to i've always wanted to work with children in the psychology department anyway so this is kind of like a dream come true i know a lot of people don't really like children (laughs) but i i do i love them and i love helping them so this is super super exciting Um, i am almost finished with school i technically i've already finished um but here's the thing with big universities Um, if you don't already know when you go to a university it's very different than going to a college and one of the biggest differences is the financial aid options so if you don't know i'm on financial aid and i'm on scholarship Um, super small scholarship it's kind of the scholarship that all the kids get at fiu just like they I, i would believe that they would get like fsu or Or FAU or whatever Um, and it's kind of just like GPA scholarship like as long as you keep good grades you have like that extra cushion from your university so I have that I have my financial aid scholarship or my financial aid grants and um, I have decided to kind of elongate my time at FIU so that I could pursue getting a license that's a few steps above an RBT so that I'm a little bit more competitive in my master's degree if and when I decide to pursue my master's and if I don't, then I already have that license under my belt and it gives me a lot, a lot of leverage in the psychology department for behavioral analysis. So the only issue is that when you go to a university, if you're on, um, if if your main source of income for the school to pay tuition is financial aid you can't graduate and then take classes and expect financial aid to pay for you financial aid won't take care of you if you're not a full-time student and that means degree seeking so i cannot i can't not use the financial aid to pay for my classes or any other extra classes that i want to take because if i don't then i won't be I won't be doing the licensing that I want, and I won't be get, maybe be getting the certificates that I want to get, so um, I decided that I would just stay in school, I wouldn't graduate, which honestly to me isn't a big deal, I know I'm going to graduate anyways, the graduation and the ceremony to me is a whole bunch of bogus shit, but that's just my opinion, um, I feel like it's more for the parents than it is for us at this point, so it is what it is, but I, yeah I'm I'm still in school which is awesome and I'm getting a, a license in in a, a, a field that's super important to me so I've still got that going for me I figured that by this time I'd already be done with school but my life as we all know as everyone's life um, didn't really call for it the way that I thought it would and that's fine things don't really go necessarily the way that you want them to anyway so i've kind of gotten used to that and i've been very good at going with the flow and i've learned a lot which brings me to my next subject <laughs> um i have been in therapy now since january so that's nine months i've i've already made nine months with my therapist which is one of the longest it's the second longest relationship (laughs) i've ever had and it's been going fucking great i've learned so much about myself i think therapy has been one of the biggest things for me personally that's like changed me and that's changed in general um i used to i used to take therapy as kind of like a venting sesh. Which is fine. I mean, you can use therapy however you want. But I... I really only ever... Did therapy really to kind of just vent about the shit that was going on in my life. And yeah, therapy has been that bitch for me. She's been my bestie. Um, My therapist knows she's one of my besties now. (laughs) My therapist is 100% made aware of the fact that we're best friends. And she has no choice but to be my best friend uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding obviously it's a professional p- professional best friend relationship um but yeah she's been she's fucking awesome my therapist is awesome she's very supportive which is cool um and obviously she knows the ins and outs of almost everything so she has the tea the, the real tea on everything and um she's kind of seen me through a lot of shit, heard me through a lot of shit, and she's been very supportive always of the decisions that I've made, whether it's just, you know, informing her that those decisions have changed or those decisions have taken precedence in my life, and um, one of them was about, obviously, our podcast, and I, I had explained to her that, you know, Rachel and I are in a very good place with our podcast, but we're also in a tough place with our lives, so I would obviously explain to her the situation and then ask her what she advises me to do, what she thinks is is right, if she thinks that, you know, any of the decisions that we're making are selfish, if she thinks that we're being a little bit too um, close-minded, if we're being a little bit too open-minded, if we're not taking care of ourselves and just, like, everything in general and um it helps a lot knowing that when you pour your your thoughts and your feelings out to someone like that they're there to make sure they don't get jumbled up in your brain and you don't make a decision that's out of impulse or out of instinct um against the better for you so when I talked to her about the podcast I explained to her obviously that this is our baby and this is something that i love and this is something that i really don't want to get rid of um it's a huge part of who i am and who i've become and i don't want to lose it but it's also not easy you know continuing a podcast like this and 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 having a set schedule like this when you've got so many other responsibilities on top of you um school was my main responsibility and therapy was my main responsibility i hadn't gone to the gym in forever at that point and it sucked i really wanted to go i really missed feeling like comfortable in my own skin i missed feeling like you know i was making progress it wasn't it wasn't fun for me anymore and that sucked but talking to her and explaining to her exactly where both our priorities lied was where she kind of just insinuated that it's not something that obviously we should give up i don't think it's something that we would ever want to give up but it's definitely something that is important to us and that doesn't take precedence unfortunately Um, it's not necessarily something that matters per se at the moment and I didn't know how to take that at first because obviously when you do this and you start creating a routine around it and you start really like enjoying the feedback and enjoying the fact that you know other people are listening and people are are engaging with you and it's a nice feeling it's a great feeling honestly but it's also it's also true when you put it in a sense of like is this something that needs to take precedence in my life at the moment? Is this something that I necessarily need to hold on to and make room for? If the answer is no, and you have other things that need to take priority, then they need to take priority. And that's just that, you know, it is what it is. So that was kind of a hard pill to swallow because at that point, Rachel and I were trying to continue filming, trying to continue the whole, like, let's pick this topic. Let's do this topic. Let's like, let's figure this out together and um it got a little bit like hectic honestly and so we decided to take a much needed break we were going a million miles a minute in our personal lives and should not have been going a million miles a minute anywhere else so that break was definitely much needed it helped us a lot um and uh, honestly It also was a moment in my life where when we finished filming around the time that we finished filming was when I was let go of the job that Rachel and I shared and even though I already knew that that wasn't endgame for me that that place was never gonna be a part of my life for much longer because it's just too much shit in general Um, it still sucked I still loved, you know, the area. I loved the area I was in in my life with that job. I loved the people I had met with that job. Um, specifically, like, the members and and some of the coaches, you know. I, I, I cared about them, and I, I was really grateful to be working with people like them and to be serving people such as... Most of our members, not all of them, but most of them, and um, it was just one of those things where, like, you create a routine around these people, you get to know these people, and then you're kind of pulled away from them. So you kind of you, you have to sit back and and reevaluate and and redo everything in your life around it because obviously that left me unemployed. So that's something that that's not something that I really saw in my life at that time i figured that i would already have a plan b but i didn't so that was a little bit of a punch in the gut for myself honestly it was more my fault than anything not having a plan b but um that kind of took a toll on me mentally and emotionally for like a little bit it was very quick emotional toll but it happened and um, I felt like putting an effort into a podcast or putting an effort into other parts of my life that really didn't need my attention weren't really like worth it at the time. And um, it was—it's—it's—it's it's de- it's definitely hard to say that and understand that you don't mean it in a negative way. But I've learned a lot. Again, bringing it back to my therapy. I've learned a lot about kind of just, like, understanding that when, when things aren't meant to be in your life, it's okay to take a step back and reevaluate, and that's what I did. And when I reevaluated, I realized, like, yeah, there's a lot that's in my life that is not really supposed to be there. It doesn't have to be there. And at that point, I was kind of just like, cool. Cool. I kind of I I know exactly where this needs to go and we took the necessary steps and we kind of just took a break and we came to that conclusion together and um I kind I was able to focus a lot on my therapy I was able to focus more on my on my own growth honestly um because I was also in a position in my life where I'm taking a lot I'm taking on a lot of responsibilities. And I still am. But I was taking on a lot of responsibilities. And I didn't necessarily know how to juggle them. I felt like they weren't my responsibilities in the first place. I was, um, you know, I was kind of going through the whole Mr. Bad Bunny thing. Where it was not necessarily taking precedence in my life, honestly. But it was definitely important and I had to reevaluate that too because I felt like I was projecting something onto our relationship and our friendship that I didn't have to and once I realized that you know taking a step back from all of that and giving myself that space giving him that space and just working on found like the foundation of our friendship and and pursuing it in a way that's not um, toxic. <laughs> um, because of the whole ex, it kind of just like it's just those moments that you reevaluate and you find different ways of confronting them. When it, and then when you do that the right way, it works in your favor. It was just I needed to do that. And I needed to focus on my therapy. I needed to focus on school. I needed to focus on my family. I needed to allow myself to take those steps back. I don't like taking steps back. I don't like feeling like if I take a step back, I'm failing, which sucks because you should never feel like you're failing if you're taking a few steps back. If you have the necessity to take some steps back and and really settle in on like okay maybe i'm going too fast maybe i'm going too far maybe i'm pushing too hard like maybe there are things in my life that i need to i need to redo it's completely understandable and it's honestly inevitable so one thing that i will leave you guys with at least with the whole therapy thing is like definitely allow yourself the safe space to make mistakes take your steps back um you do only have one life, and most of us, if not all of us, are in our early 20s, late 20s. We're just getting started. Your life is not going to go, you know, the exact way that you planned it. Um, it's not bad to have a plan. It's not bad to feel like, you know, you need to stick to your plan. Um, but it's also not bad to change your plan and to allow your plans to change you and to help you grow So that's been a huge thing in my life is just allowing things to happen in my life where I don't necessarily have any control over it, Um, which is difficult. Um, I'm not used to not having control over the things in my life. I'm very tough on myself. I suck at allowing myself the necessary time off. Um, So it was just... It's just one of those things where you lose your job and then you find a whole bunch of opportunities to open up for you. You start focusing on the things that make you happy. Um, I was able to start a whole routine at the gym. I was able to spend time with my family. I was able to put in effort in places of my life that needed me more so than the places that really didn't need me anymore. And... It's a great fucking feeling. <clears throat> it's a great feeling when you've got all that kind of just bottled up inside and it's finally released and it's finally yours for the taking again and it's just, you know. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it, it's been it's been good. Even though it's been hectic, it's been good. Um you know, therapy huge, huge part of everything in my life, to be honest. Um, My therapist has definitely seen me through some shit. My therapist has um, seen me on, you know, the whole back and forth with uh, the toxic ex and whatever. And I say toxic very lightly. Um, Unfortunately, unfortunately, I can't deny The fact that everything that you know happened between us and everything that him and i had gone through was toxic um and that he definitely (laughs) he's definitely skimming uh he's definitely uh, scratching the, the the surface of toxicity um and uh my my therapist has been a very very uh, uh, my therapist has been a real one dealing with me going back and forth figuring out you know exactly where my head's at why am i making the decisions i'm making why am i allowing this to continue when i know that i'm not supposed to because it's not good for me and it's not necessarily what i want anymore it's just what i know um it took me a second to really get away from all of that. And even then, I was still back and forth mentally and emotionally. And that doesn't help because then physically being, you know, back and forth is just right down the road. And I didn't want to be all back and forth like that anymore at all. (laughs) Um, So I was kind of in a mental jam. I was in a mental... I was yeah it was hard and she's been so helpful um making sure that I'm like I'm like navigating my issues the right way um she's been very sweet and and kind uh and it's just kind of helped me move past a lot of the toxic traits that I've consumed being a part of this whole back and forth with that ex and even though I shouldn't have been super back and forth obviously I was and that's something that happens to a lot of people obviously it's not it's not rare but it took me a second it took me a second because I I based a lot of you know the things that I wanted in a relationship out of what him and I had and that's not healthy <laughs> so definitely didn't didn't evaluate that relationship the right way but honestly at this point it's not even a second thought which is fucking awesome I don't know if you guys have ever been through this you guys can let me know if you have but I I've never had an epiphany of like falling out of love with someone the way that I did with this ex because I always figured, like, oh, it'll just go away. I won't really notice it. I'm already moving on. On Like, I've, I had already moved on the minute that I started to fall for Mr. Bad Bunny. Like, I really, I had genuinely moved on because I'm not the type of person to sit there and allow myself to be in a toxic situation while I'm also talking to someone who is not toxic at all. And um, it's possibly the kindest guy I've ever met and it's just like one of those things where like I didn't think I could have an epiphany I didn't think I could have a moment of like oh shit I'm over it like I'm so fucking over it and I really I really was like I I mean I really am completely done and I've never been completely done with someone like that You know? I've never had this... And I don't think... I think it's because of the fact that, like... My other exes weren't really toxic. Nor were they such important exes that I was like... You know? I mean, my first boyfriend... Definitely... I definitely didn't feel like this about... Which is good. I don't think that you should feel like this about... um, Anyone that you break up with. (laughs) But I... I'd never had that epiphany of like, oh my God, finally, thank God I'm over it. Like, I literally want to bang my head against the wall. I'm so fucking happy that I don't want you anymore and that I don't need you anymore and that I don't see myself with you even as my friend because like, even our friendship is toxic and it was just like, it was a moment, dude. Like, I had never felt that way before. I never thought I could feel that way. And then it happens, and the first person I wanted to tell was my fucking therapist. Because I was like, dude, listen to this. You're going to love it. And I started explaining to her exactly, exactly what was going on in my head. And this actually, the epiphany didn't happen at, like, the moment I moved on. The epiphany happened after I got home from a trip um, to South Carolina. Because I spent time with my best friends up there and he was there because he lives with my best friends. So I had to spend like a week, two weeks with him and it was mentally excruciating. I had a great time. I had a great fucking time. I just expected that if I'm gonna have to spend time with you that at least when I spend time with you I know that, you know, It's gonna be fun, you know, it's not gonna be weird anymore. We're just, we're friends and we're finally in a good place. And it didn't fucking feel like that. And I hated it. (laughs) I hated that small part. I didn't hate the vacation, I didn't hate anything else. Just that small part and I kept it to myself because I'm a good actress and I don't need them worrying about how I'm feeling on a vacation that they've put together for, you know, for me to to spend time with them. And like I didn't want the burden to be on my best friends. Oh my god, psycho. I'm so sorry, guys. Like w- driving around the parking lot and find a parking spot and I can't find a single fucking parking spot. Um but yeah, as I was saying. a eh, Yeah, so I had an epiphany, right? <laughs> and I was like I was like, "Oh my god, I hate everything about you. <laughs> I was literally, I would sit in, they had me laid up in the, the office of their house. So I'd like sit in my little room of those two weeks and I would like sit back and chill. And I would think about the day and I'm like, oh my God, we had so much fun. Like that was great. And then I would think about spending time around him and it would just irk me. Like I I would have like this ick from him and it definitely came from like not even wanting to be around him like I didn't want to be around him anymore I didn't want to spend time with him anymore I didn't even want to be around him as his friend like I was kind of just over it and there were moments where I would try I would try really hard and I would be like be nice just be cordial chill you're gonna have fun like it's all good. And we would have nice moments. There were moments where I was like, okay, cool. Like, I can see us. I can see this working. I can see us being friends without without an issue. Like, I don't think that there's an issue. And then he would say something or he would do something. Or I would notice something and I would observe his behavior because I'm a behavioral analyst. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I would sit back and I'd be like, oh, absolutely. Apps- Fucking Luli not am I putting up with that shit. And it was just so funny to me. It was so funny how bad I wanted out. And I'd never wanted out like that before. And if it weren't for the fact that, like, I was spending time with Renata and I was um, there to see my other best friend. And it's just, like, if it wasn't for them being the foundation of, like, why I was there... There would have been no point for me to go. Up there. To to, to spend time with it. It, Like, no point. Not to mention. (laughs) That. Mr. Bad Bunny and I. Talk every single fucking day. So that was even weirder. Because I was like. I'd rather be home. Hanging out with you. The way I was supposed to be. (laughs) And I can't. Because I'm in South Carolina. And... I, I love it here, but shit. I'm not with, you know, I'm not with, it was more of like, how do I explain it so that, you know, I don't sound crazy. I was hanging out with a guy that I wasn't interested in anymore. And that was all because of the fact that I had really moved on and praying to God that at some point I was going to leave. I was going to peace out and I wasn't going to have to spend any more quality time with him because all I could think about was going home and spending quality time with Mr. Bad Bunny. Because that's the only guy that I want to spend quality time with. So, yeah. Honestly, one of the biggest life changes has to do with Mr. Bad Bunny. Um, and it's just that I've I've gotten a lot closer to him and his family, to be completely honest. Um, to the point where I've been spending time with them without him. <laughs> um... And if you guys want that story time, I can definitely figure out a way to tell you guys about that as long as I get permission um, to talk about it. Because as I don't know if you guys know, but before every episode or at least before I I bring someone's name or someone's presence into the podcast, I ask their permission and I let them know, like, this probably won't be the first time you're mentioned in the podcast. So just in case, as long as um, you say it's okay, I'll, you know, put you under a fake name and, and we'll go from there. Like, it, it doesn't, it's not too big a deal for me. The biggest, one of those, one of the biggest changes in my life has been kind of just being a lot more independent in what I'm doing during the day. Because it mostly, like, consists of school the gym and spending time with him his brother um chevy because you know they just obviously his brother and chevy are together so it's more of like i see her and if i'm if i plan on seeing her at some point i'm gonna see the both of them unless he's not here which currently he's actually in north carolina so i haven't really physically seen him since I got back home from South Carolina. Yeah, that's been a bummer, but it's fine. I've been trying to find a way to tell him that I miss him, but if he listens to the podcast, he'll probably just hear it. <laughs> um, yeah, I do miss him, and I miss hanging out with him, and I miss being able to, like, finish class and going to see him and just chilling, doing homework, spending time with him. I just miss him. <laughs> oh, <ew. laughs> oh my god um but yeah that's been a huge change in my life my routine has kind of shifted a lot so my routine really consists of like what's what's physically around me and what I'm capable of being around um due to the fact that like I literally have the tightest schedule fucking ever one of those uh those changes in life that aren't really explainable because when you explain it doesn't sound like a big deal but it really is it's a huge deal for me I love where I'm at in my life I love where I've been headed in my life and I also think that like this whole thing with Mr. Bad Bunny has gone great and you guys know that I don't really (laughs) have trouble like talking about things or explaining myself or what's going on in my life because i love to talk with this i kind of have to be a little bit careful because number one i'm not trying to scare anybody away not that i can scare him away at this point he's stuck with me and vice versa but it's more of like the whole girlfriend thing is uh, Not a touchy subject. I don't want to make it seem like it's, like, a bad thing. It's just definitely the less discussed topic. The least discussed topic, sorry. I've I've been spending a lot of time with him and his family. And I've gotten super fucking close to him in general, obviously. um, Over the past, like, two months. Like, I just... I don't know how to explain it. I, I talk to him every day, which I didn't before, which was fine. But now I kind of just like, I don't want to not talk to him every day. And it's become a thing. Like I'll go back and forth mentally with myself and I'll, I'll sit back and I'm like, maybe I should give him space but he doesn't pull back. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't pull back from talking to me every day. He doesn't pull back from keeping that connection open every single day. So I've gotten used to making it part of my routine, part of my habits in general. And I haven't felt like this in a really long time because I haven't had this in my life in a really long time. So I kind of just like got used to talking to him every day and seeing his face every day and and kind of just wanting to 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 see him every single day and wanting to see his face every day that's weird for me in a way because like i figured that things would move in the right direction i know what it's like to really like someone and i really like him and it's just become more and more evident that this is working out the right way between us and it's still going slow I still don't have juicy tea for you guys. It's a really good place. I have spent so much time getting to know him and his family and really getting to know like them dynamically and It's not easy getting to know someone like that and having the patience to get to know someone like that is not easy at all, but it's worth it because he's worth it anyways. it's so weird it's so it's so difficult to be open like this and not be weirded out by it but it's also fine it is what it is um yeah it's it's different it's um the one thing that I can't explain to you guys that that puts you in a better perspective of like what it's like having this in my life it's like it's like going through a bunch of hurricanes at once and just a bunch of shit happening in your life that isn't necessarily You know, ideal, but it's nothing you can't handle. And then the storm finally stops and you can go outside again. And you can actually enjoy your life again in a way that, like, you haven't in a really long time. Because you were stuck in this cycle of shit with people in general that aren't good people, that don't deserve your attention or your energy. Um and he does. 100%. I can say that with all the confidence in the world. 100%. He deserves it and he deserves a lot more than just that. But we'll leave it there. <laughs> it's nice, man. It's been it's been good that's definitely my boy my boy talk tea i've spent the last few months really enjoying getting back you know into a routine that involves him because for a second there actually i don't think i explained this but we really didn't see each other for a while and i was really only talking to him over the phone i was really only seeing his face over the phone like i wasn't really spending time with him Uh, pulling back from someone is super super necessary sometimes and When it happened to us, I kind of took it with a grain of salt. And I was like, okay, this isn't going to stop me from being with him or, you know, pursuing him. I kind of just have to practice patience. And I have to keep practicing that in regards to our friendship and in regards to everything else. And because of that, once we did start seeing each other again in person, it was kind of... It just, it made sense. Like, it was nice. I realized, yes, I really do like him and yes I really do want to be with him and I realized a lot of shit I realized that he's definitely worth you know waiting for and he's worth putting in the, the effort for it's almost kind of too good to be true it's kind of scary when you think about it like that like I don't want it to be too good to be true because it just feels like the other boot is about to drop and something bad's going to happen but I can't keep expecting that to happen in my life because it's happened before. So I'm in this phase of my life where I've kind of just been practicing a lot more confidence in the things that are mine, not a, not in a possessive way, but more of like he's a part of my everyday, he's a part of my life. Like I've practiced so much patience going into this that the confidence I have because of my patience and honestly I don't know about you guys, but I've always rushed into things. Um, I've always been a fast faller. I've, I've never had a slow burn kind of thing. I've never had any of that. So this is different. It's a good different. It's teaching me a lot. It's helping me grow. It just means that like everything that I have in my life, everything that I've done in my life has led me to this point, and it's a really good place to be in, and I'm doing it right. Like, I don't have any bad feelings about what's going on in my life. I don't feel like... Like, I think I'm just scared that it could happen. Like, the other shoe could drop and something bad could happen. But I don't think necessarily that that is gonna happen. Do you get what I mean? I hope I'm making sense. I feel like I'm all over the place. I'm officially back home filming the the outro. Well... Shooting the outro because I completely forgot to do it in my car. As I was saying, it's just like being kind of just scared of repeating what like past relationships have taught you, in a sense. And worrying that like the things that have happened in past relationships are going to happen again. So I think this part of my life is definitely like change is going to happen. Things are going to happen in my life that are inevitable. And I'm also going to have to confront a lot of things that have happened before and understand that they're not going to happen again because I'm a different person. I'm in a different part of my life. And I'm not around the same people that I used to be. I'm not dealing with the same man that I've dealt with before, which is by the grace of God. (laughs) But yeah, I... (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed the mini episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the boy talk tea. Um, you know, kind of just like catching up with me. I appreciate you guys listening as always. I hope to have more stories ready for you guys. I have a few that I want to share with you obviously, but yeah, just um definitely let me let me know what you guys want to hear. Um I'll put up another another poll or two for you guys to choose. What the next mini episode will be because i have a feeling we'll have a few mini episodes um before rachel and i sit down again and do an episode together but it's coming and it's exciting thank you for always giving me your feedback and for always interacting with me and rachel on our polls we really appreciate it and we're really excited to be back at this i'm super excited to be back and to be podcasting and telling you guys all of the tea all of the day very excited um but yeah i am filming this outro super late at night so if i sound tired or quiet it's because i am tired (laughs) and i'm trying to be quiet (laughs) um but yeah thank you thank you thank you for listening um much love from the other side